Trevilian Next is a division of Trevilian, a financial services specialist search and talent advisory firm. Since inception, the Trevilian team has dedicated itself to enhancing the return on investment of a company's most important resource, its people. Hello, hello. Welcome to another great episode of Trevilian Next. Very excited about uh, today's guest. Uh, I'd like to introduce Kim Snyder, the CEO and founder of Claravis. Welcome, Kim. Thank you very much for joining. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. I'm super excited for our conversation. Me too. I I just really love what your company is doing. Uh, you know, I get your your emails, I see your press releases, and I couldn't wait to get you on a Trevilian Next to really chat about the product, how you uh, developed and founded the company, uh, and also kind of, uh, you know, future plans for 2024. I know you a lot of clients being signed up, a lot of community banks, even some credit unions. So very excited to kind of get your background and uh, the mission at Clarivis uh, to really, really help these smaller banks with data analytics and analysis and, and other products. So thank you again for joining us. And I hope our audience uh, gets a lot out of this and maybe you'll get a few phone calls and Get a few more people uh, on the Claravis system, but uh, yeah, Kim, can you give us give us just a, a little background on uh, your experience and how you became uh, the founder of Claravis and kind of what uh, you know how you took that idea and need in the marketplace to uh, the company you have today? Keith, absolutely, I love telling our story. I think it really is. Um... One of the things that differentiates us in the marketplace and, and one of the reasons why we are so successful. So um, I started my career at KPMG as a CPA and I landed in banking um, about 15 years into my career as the chief financial officer for a small community bank here uh, in Roanoke, Virginia. Um, I was there for 10 years. We grew through the Great Recession, um, publicly traded organization, um, paid off TARP organically. Um, and back in 2015, our board of directors decided to exit the, the, the bank and actually sell the, sell the bank. And I like to tell everyone that um, that gave me an opportunity to pursue my next chapter. Uh, had that not happened, honestly, I think I would still be at that bank today because I absolutely drank the Kool-Aid every single day. I loved community banking. I loved yep. what our bank did for our community and all of those things. Um, so I found myself in a position um, really, I guess, at a crossroads to decide what do I want to do. And um, I decided to start a consulting practice focused on community banks. And so as a banker myself, I thought it would have been awesome to have had a team of bankers, a consulting group, if you will, to help move projects forward when my team was, you know, burdened or overworked yeah. or what have you, because we always ran with a, a, a very lean staff and always had more projects than we had capacity. And so that was really kind of the genesis for my consulting practice. And I was very blessed to pick up a couple of long-term clients pretty quickly, which enabled me to start hiring back some of the banking executives who had worked mm -hmm. with me at my bank. And so for about four and a half years, I had a team of 10 people, all of us whom had worked together at the prior bank, uh, doing a variety of projects on the consulting side for other financial institutions. And so we did things like strategic planning engagements and process improvement engagements. We ran finance and accounting for a few small banks. We uh, set up a whole M&A niche and helped banks uh, do the actual heavy lifting on mergers and integrations, right? Once the attorneys and investment bankers leave, yep. that's when the real work begins. And through that experience, uh, the data challenge just 
jumped. It, it just was <laughs> everywhere we went. So we were a small community bank. We were about $900 million in assets when we sold. Um, and we struggled with data at our bank. We had um, tremendous numbers of Excel spreadsheets, uh, yeah. lots of uh, people just writing reports manually, trying to create graphs and trends. And I really thought it was a small bank problem until I went into the consulting world and we were working with banks that were in that five to $10 billion asset yeah. category. And we realized that they had the same problems that we had. They were just magnified. Yep. And so, because they were bigger, so they had more systems and they had more people writing reports. Mm -hmm. And it was just this crazy thing. And my team and I, um, the, the the other three founding executives um, that were part of the consulting company, I can remember the day we were literally sitting in our boardroom and uh, discussing that there has to be a way to solve this problem. This is just insane. And so that's really kind of where the idea for Clarivus was born. And uh, we were very blessed in that we were able to recruit six of our consulting clients to help us build out a proof of concept. Um, and really build that first minimum viable product. So um, we showed them what we wanted to do, uh, which is uh, what, what we've done or what Clarivus is, Keith, is we bring in data from disparate sources uh, into a common data model. We map it, cleanse it, marry it into a common data model, and then we have layered um, a visualization tool on top of it. Uh, we chose Microsoft Power BI as our visualization mm -hmm. layer. We chose that for a number of reasons, which we can get into if you're if you're interested. Um, and so the way we provide information back to our bankers is in the form of they log into a URL and they they have these beautiful dashboards that point and click and they can see information about their bank, about their products, about their customers, unlike anything they've ever seen before. Yeah. So it gets rid of all the manual report writing that's going on inside of the organization, um, eliminates all of those emailed reports that the bankers mm -hmm. are getting that I got as a CFO of my mm -hmm. bank, um, and really kind of paints the picture for the organization so they can truly make those data-driven decisions much more efficiently and effectively. And mm -hmm. so when we explained that to our consulting clients, we had six of them say, gosh, that sounds like Nirvana. We want to be part of it. And they helped us build that initial product. Um, and we wouldn't be here today had that not happened. So, so we launched in 2020, uh, right before the pandemic. And <laughs> that was an interesting time to launch a product. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you that since uh, the fourth quarter of 2021, our growth trajectory has just been incredible. Um, mm -hmm. And all the excitement that we saw in that first quarter of 2020 when we launched our product, um, we're realizing now that 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 the problem still exists in, oh, yeah. in, in oh, yeah. banking. And um, we've got the perfect solution for anybody wanting to solve that challenge. Yeah, no, that's uh, I was telling you before uh, I hit record, you know, I, I came from that world that. Uh, corporate finance world and it was you know spreadsheets and you know sending emails and data coming from all over executives asking for this you know the COO wants to look at something different than maybe the chief lending officer so I understand it's so critical and so great and it wasn't live information so you send the report something could happen the next day and right. it's not on that report so to be able to, and uh, we started using Tableau, which is similar to uh, Microsoft BI uh, later on in my career, you know, about seven years ago. And it was great. I wasn't the one, you know, I just loved being able to, you know, click and go around and look at customers and look at 
you know, graphs and not have to be the one kind of pulling the data from the repository, cleansing it. Um, but how do you, uh, so you, it works with all different cores. Uh, so it takes the data. It, does the bank or credit union have to do any cleansing of the data? Do you need somebody on staff who's going to, uh, or is it just kind of automatically flowing into the Clarivis system? Yeah, so we build an integration, Keith. Um, you know, we, we've done all the big cores, most, uh, I don't know, 18 or 19 different core uh, combinations now um, inside of Clarivus. And so, um, and it depends on the, the the core provider as to how we integrate. But once we set up that automated process, those files come into us in their raw format and we, our team, does do the heavy lifting. So in okay. implementation, our implementation timeline's about 90 days. So we actually can get a bank up and running oh, wow. um, from the time we get their data to taking them live. Um, actually, we've done several in 45 days, to be honest with you. But 90 days is kind of our timeline because banks' priorities sometimes get shifted around, right, during during that time frame. Um, and, and, but we do all the heavy lifting, we do all the mapping, um, you know, we, uh, and that's the beauty of our team, right? We're bankers. So we understand yeah. the data, we understand the data elements, mm -hmm. we understand how the codes are used, all of those things. And so uh, we consult with the bank during our implementation process, if we see things that might not um that might need attention from the bank. So for example, um, the dirty little secret in banking is that everybody's data is dirty, right? There hasn't been this great focus on uh, keeping data clean throughout the years because there haven't been tools like Clarivus to be able yeah. to leverage that data. And so inevitably there are going to be some things that you're gonna see in Clarivus once you go live that you wanna go back and fix. And so here's mm -hmm. an example of that. Uh, you know, lender leaves your bank two years ago, but you haven't reassigned all of his portfolio to somebody else. And so he shows up on the officer dashboard, right? Or yep. it, it's typically not on the lending side. It's typically on the branch side or the the, the, the retail side. Um, and so what's beautiful about Clarivus is when you see it, you're like, ah, okay, I need to go fix that, right? And so you're not trying to figure out what it is you need to go fix. You're, 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 you're able, you and your team are able to spend your time and attention on fixing the things that really need yeah. to be fixed. And that Execution. Yeah, executing. Business. You can mm -hmm. spend so much time the old way, you know, digging into reports and running scripts or whatever uh, on Excel instead of, you know, a CEO or somebody being able to just click and drill down and pretty quickly go, oh, there's the issue. Exactly. Right. How do we fix it? So and, a lot, yeah, a lot more then, time spent on execution, I would say, is is key. No, that's exactly right. And and one of our big differentiators, Keith, when we built the system, we intentionally include customer data in it. And so, right, right so we put the security controls around it. We are SOC 2 type 2 compliant. Mm -hmm. we've, we've invested all the resources to make sure that that happens. Because as a former banker, I mm -hmm. knew I was always frustrated having a system that I could almost get to the answer I needed. But then I had to go log into another system to really yeah. figure out the final answer, yeah. right? And then and so do those wanted... systems talk and exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so and it's the data is live, right? Mm -hmm. I'm it's sorry, a nightly can... feed, nightly, nightly feed. feed. Yeah, so you, mm -hmm. the CEO can log on in the morning, drinking Starbucks, and kind of look at what happened overnight. And you can set up the dashboards, like I said before. The CEO might want to look at something different than the CFO, so you can set up. Uh, your dashboards be personalized to so what, what you want to see, right? 
it kind of works that way. So it's yeah. not customizable in that fashion. So the beauty okay. is, is that they're out of the box dashboards, right? So they're, gotcha. they're, they're absolutely pre-built. The bank doesn't have to learn how to build dashboards in Power BI yep. or do anything like that when they buy Clarivus. But because we have the different filters um, and we utilize different uh, functions within Power BI mm -hmm. and that we our team has built themselves, if a, a CFO and a CEO and a a branch manager can all look at the deposit portfolio summary and they can all look at different things by pushing a few mm -hmm. buttons and get to what they want to get to. That's the beauty. You don't yep. have to have five people writing five different reports that kind of have mm -hmm. the same information on it. It's all one platform. Everybody is looking at data the same way. And that absolutely changes the culture and it changes the communication inside of the organization. Exactly. Efficiency, you know, quick efficiency, you know, jump on a call, say, Hey, I saw this. What's going on? The other person can jump in there, and you're all looking at the same data, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Here's a here's a perfect example, Keith. Back in March, when um, SVB collapsed, right? Yep. Um, there's been a tremendous focus on deposits um, mm -hmm. already for the past year, um, but obviously much more intense focus um, during March and April and May, and since then. And 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 I actually had one of my CEOs. Um, call me that the, they had just gone live not not too far um, earlier. And we have a deposit balance change report that shows the customers and the balances that how they how they change on a daily basis. And he came in and he logged into Clarivus and he saw a large long-term customer had moved a lot of money out of the bank last night. He yeah. picked up the phone immediately. He called the branch manager, the relationship officer and said, hey, are you seeing this in Clarivus? And she said, yes, I am. He picked up the phone, he called the customer, he went and visited the customer the same day, took his financial statements, showed him that they're not SVB, they're a sound yep. community bank, and all the money moved back the next day. That's that's incredible. And that wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to do that with it uh, without that data that you would figure out week, two weeks later. Try you'd be running around trying to figure out why is there a trying hole to figure out hair on the phone. Yeah. Yep. We see a hole, what happened instead of it's this customer, go talk to them, you know, get in the car, go over to them. Right. And that's the beauty of community bank. You can do that. The beauty of you understand bank. your customer, you can that's drive exactly right. to them. Um, and that's that's so crucial. You know, community banks are sitting on just an oil field of data, and but mm -hmm. they never knew how to tap into it. Uh hundred, you know, 10 decades, a hundred years of data sometimes customer data analysis and what you can do with that data being a fan of that um customizable uh products for customers you can have different different uh sales techniques or it, it all comes down to what are you looking at what are the trends what are these customers doing do you understand your customer and that's why you know the great companies like apple and amazon it's all about data it's you know everything is about data and that's how they you know hit you with new products or get feedback or follow up and people feel like they're you know you really know known by these uh companies community banks are fantastic because they know you but now you can dig even deeper into that data and see the trends oh you're growing look at the pace that you're growing maybe you need a line of credit maybe you need a loan maybe you need this to be predictive it was always predictive exactly. analytics what's going to happen instead of being reactive um and that's that's crucial because I hear from mm -hmm. I hear from clients and, and customers who you know bank with the big banks and 
you know, they're getting uh, emails about, you know, college loans, but they don't, their kids graduated from college right. you know, 15 years ago. It just right. makes you feel like, do you even know who I am? So, right. uh, and with data comes those type of relationships that you can talk just on a different level with your customers. So that's fantastic. Yeah, the key, Keith, is really getting the data in the hands of the folks that are that are um, serving the customers and getting it into a digestible format. So they're not having to spend all of their time sifting through Excel spreadsheets or reports and trying to piece the puzzle together. For them to just be able to come in, if you're a Clarivus customer and you can pull up and you can look at whatever customer you're going to see and you can see their total relationship with you, they're trending, you know, what's been happening, you know, all of that stuff and have a conversation about the yep. customer and about how you can serve them better rather than rather than the employee spending all of their time doing all of that work that is just futile really because yeah. because it, it's just it's just complicated to try to put it together if you don't have a platform like Clarivus and and I always tell our, our bank clients it's not your fault you know it's it's the technology stocks you know the core systems yeah. were built on 1970s or earlier technology they are not yeah. built to be business intelligence systems they process transactions really well um mm -hmm. right they do payments really well um in some instances but they 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 they're not business intelligence systems that's not what they do and so um that's really been a a, a big handicap for community banks um in the past but with a solution like Clarivus, uh they don't have to be handicapped any longer they can they can yeah. compete with the big boys and um, um, you know, on the same playing field. And it's great. You know, I, I said this before, uh, you know, it's built, built by bankers. You're a banker. You understand the issues, uh, compliance risk, uh, what type of data, you know, bankers are looking at compared to another industry. Um, you know, it's really customized for community banks and credit unions. And uh, right. I think you said you're coming close to 100 clients. Mm -hmm. uh, that's great. So how is it, uh, you know, with the growth, what are, uh, what are some of the issues you think banks are going to have going forward, you know, different data issues, um, that might be an issue in 24 or beyond that, you know, Clarabus is always going to be helping with. Yeah, the biggest data issue that that community banks have today is data accessibility. So it's yeah. really it's getting to the data from all the various systems. Right. And so, um, you know, there, the, a lot of the vendors out there, they have API connections that the bank has to pay for. Um, they don't they can't get all the data in an automated nightly fashion. And, and so that's one of these things that I'm really kind of trying to uh, change the tide on, in my opinion. Right. Any anytime you buy a piece of technology, um, if you're a community bank, you should include you should make sure in your contract is an automated nightly data data feed. It doesn't have yeah. to be the API connection. Give it to me in a CSV file. It's the bank's data. They own that yeah. data. It's their customers, and 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 it hasn't been a focal point in the past, Keith, because again, there haven't been tools like Clarivus to yeah. be able to do anything with. There was that no data. option. There, there was no, was no options for yeah. them for to how to leverage it, but now there is, and 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 I would say that you know any bank that's out there negotiating a core contract renewal or or digital banking renewal, the 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 newer you know digital banking providers. Um, um, the Q2s, the NCRs, the apertures, 
you know, alchemies, they have data feeds that they provide back to their banks. The banks have to subscribe to it, but they can get the data. Whereas yeah. the core providers just do not do a good job with that. So, yeah. um, you know, if you're looking, um, you know, at renewing any of your contracts or anything along those lines, I don't renew contracts. That's not what I do. But if you're interested in, in leveraging a tool like Clarivus, give me a call. I'll happily talk to you about the things that you need to make sure are included there. Yeah, so, so crucial. Um, as we were saying before, especially with the speed, like deposits, the speed of deposits leaving the system, coming into the system, to be able to get a hold of that every morning and be able to look at it and feel confident and get ahead of it is, is crucial. And not being looking back and say, what happened with this customer, you know, two weeks, right. a month later. Um, yeah. And then off of that, you can just build reports and trends. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And I just love what you're doing. Um, no, this has been a great conversation. So any advice uh, for community bank executives uh, going into 2024 uh, around data modeling or or I would say just call you. That's, that's, that's right. Good, of course. Yeah, that's exactly what I would say, Keith. And 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 mm -hmm. here's why. So there there's um, there's been a big um, push for community banks and, and all banks to create, you know, their own data warehouse, right? And, mm -hmm. and work on consolidating all of those data sources. That, that's number one, expensive work and, and, and heavy yes. work for a community bank to do, okay? Yep. But number two, I can't tell you the number of clients that we have that have gone through that exercise. They've spent three years doing that exercise and they still can't get the data in the hands of the end users, because all they've done is spend all their time building this this data warehouse, and so yeah. that visualization layer or that that um, that to, to to deliver the data, disseminate the data, democratize the data, and get it in the hands of your decision makers, get it in the hands of your employees. In our in our in our platform, you're right. We're close to 100 banks today, um, mm -hmm. and the average number of users inside of a bank on across our entire platform, and we have banks as small as 80 million on our platform and as large as 8 billion today, right? Is 77. That's a big number. Wow. So it's not just the CEO and the CFO using Clarivus. It's the branch manager and it's the lenders and it's the credit team and it's the, you know, the, the controller in the organization. It's everybody. It's the risk officers because, mm -hmm. and, and they're all seeing data the same way. And so now the conversation is about why it's not about what, yep. because everybody's looking at information yep. the same way. And it's just a game changer in the industry. So yes, if, if data yep. is on your strategic plans, please <laughs> Please, please give me a call. Um, I love to have those conversations and, uh, um, you know, I'm excited to do that. No, that's fantastic. And uh, congratulations on the, the rapid growth of your company. Um, a lot of momentum heading into 2024. And uh, I know you're very busy. So I thank you for your time today, Kim. And uh, thank you. Yeah, give Kim a call if data's on your 2024 or uh, future future list of uh, you know initiatives. Uh, I haven't seen a better company out there for community banks and Clarivus and built by bankers for bankers. It's fantastic. So thank you very much, Kim. Have a wonderful holiday season and uh, look forward to seeing uh, continued growth at Clarivus. Awesome, Keith. Thank you so much. Awesome. Have a great day. You too.